James chapter 2, verse 17. James has already begun an argument about faith and works that he has evolved already at the beginning of the chapter. And we're catching the argument kind of in the middle when he's reaching the conclusions. And he says in verse 17, uh, pardon me, verse, in verse 17. So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now someone may argue, some people have faith and others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith? For you believe there is one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without deeds, good deeds is useless? Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His action made his faith complete. And so it happened just as scripture says. Listen to this. Abraham believed God. Can you say that with me? Abraham believed God. And God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was called the friend of God. So you see. We are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. Rahab, the prostitute in Anab, is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different route. Just as the body is dead without breath, I repeat, just as the body is dead without breath, so also is faith is dead without good works. The word of the Lord. I wonder if Noah was aware of what faith meant because Noah did the craziest thing that anybody would have ever thought about doing. There was enough water so it didn't have to rain apparently during that period. And the dude decides to build a ship because there's a deluge coming. Uh-huh. What would mental health systems do with that? <laughs> they have a trip. But you see, he decided to believe God. And when God encountered him in that, in that place where he was, and God told him about the rain that's coming, and God warned him about it, he decided to believe God. And because he believed God, his faith was stretched. He was ridiculed by his friends and neighbors as he's building that ship. We see it in the story. But his faith was stretched. How about your faith? Has it been stretched? And what is your response? We read in both of our texts this morning about Abraham, who set out to somewhere without a GPS just because God told him, leave everything behind and go where I'm telling you where to go. Huh? Do you think that is stretching your faith? Do you think that is an experience of faith stretching, having to leave your comfort zone and having to go out in the wherever God is going to tell you to go? Can't you tell me the first stop? How many nights? Is lunch included? 
as a tour. You know, is lunch included? Do we have, you know, is there going to be a tour guide? No. He really had to believe God. And Abraham, what did he do? He believed God. His faith was stretched. And as his faith was stretched, he responded by believing God. We also have Jacob. I like Jacob because Jacob really had his eyes on a pretty girl. Right? And, and, and his, his uh, father-in-law to be was what? Very conniving. Very, you know, kind of tricky guy. And, but, but his faith for that pretty girl was actually stretched. Stretched to the point that he was a servant for years. And therefore more years. Until finally he believed God. And he was married to his beautiful wife. Joseph was another one. Joseph was one that after his own family betrayed him. Well, that's a good one. Your own family betrayed you. Then he goes into a foreign land where he doesn't know their gods. He doesn't know anybody. Can you tell me, was his faith being stretched at that moment? Was his faith being stretched? Was his faith being stretched to the point that he almost loses it? Maybe it was, but he decided to believe God. And by believing God, he decided to have faith and he was able to rest and did what he was able to do. Has your faith been stretched lately? Let me ask you. And how are you responding? We also had the good dude Moses. Was his faith stretched? Let me tell you. He thought, you know, he had it all under control when he ran away from Egypt and went into the desert and developed his second life career. Kind of like he started again. Erased that and started again. But God had a greater plan because God stretched Moses' faith. And Moses, oh boy, was his, was his faith stretched. He had to deal with Pharaoh. He had not only deal with Pharaoh, who was a hard headed person, but he also had to deal with the people in the wilderness, which apparently also brought the hard hand of Pharaoh with them as they struggle in the wilderness, as we saw last week. But Moses' faith was stretched, but he saw the wonders of God as God opened the seas. He saw the provision of God as God provided water and God provided manna in the wilderness. And he saw God's faithfulness as God stood with the people in the wilderness in the day with a pillar of cloud and at night with a pillar of fire. Now, was his faith stretched? Yes, it was. Now, let me ask you, has yours been stretched? And how have you responded? Rahab, we read, who trusted in God, in the God of strangers, may I say, not her God, but she obviously perceived something in these strangers, these messengers, that was compelling to her. And she decided, instead of running away, instead of hiding, she decided to stretch her faith and change her faith and went from a faith to another faith due to the messenger's reaction. And she was stretched because she was loyal to God. Has your faith been stretched lately, let me ask you? And how are you responding to God stretching your faith? Let me also talk to you about Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Daniel who was uh, 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 privileged. Daniel who was uh, accustomed to silk and accustomed to drinking in fine goblets and perhaps eat the best of the best because he was royalty in Israel. Now he's taken as a prisoner up in Babylon. Now his faith is going to be stretched. Very much so stretched to the point that Daniel 
While his faith was being stretched, he stared at the face of the fire and the face of lions, believe, be, beloved. His faith was stretched. Has your faith been stretched lately? And what has been your reaction? Do you believe God or do you only believe in God? The text that we read from James reminds us of that reality. But let me ask you, not only Daniel's faith was stretched also, and he responded by believing God, Jesus' faith was also stretched. Oh, yes, our brother, our redeemer, our friends, Jesus, his faith was stretched. After seeing the lack of faith and selfishness of the agenda of even his disciples, who wouldn't believe in his message. After seeing the sin and brokenness and despair of the people in stress without a shepherd or a God. People walking in darkness but not going after the light. After coming to his own and his own rejecting him. Boy was his faith stretched. But you see, in that garden aside, he knelt down and he had to make a decision. 